In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. Mm-hmm. That movie kind of ticked me off because they were like, based on a true story, so the whole time you're going through it, you're like, what? That happened? That well, happened? And, and then, spoiler alert, they all die out at sea, so you're like, well, maybe none of that happened. Right. Maybe they just yeah. maybe they got in a wreck before the storm even hit them. Like, yeah, no one, that's, the, that's the Goonies thing is like, well, if everybody died in the ship, who got out to tell the story? <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. No, the whole, yeah, I mean, everything is assumed. It's all made up. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just figure it happened this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be true. So we're talking about storms and hurricanes. Yeah, we got storms coming right now. they're all, you know, we're getting ready to have storms and there are hurricanes all over the place. And we were just talking that uh, um, what we found out is a mutual acquaintance of ours, Ashley Terry, has been stuck in the Bahamas. That's a horrible place to be stuck. Yeah. Well, and then she just days. checked in on Facebook. She used the safe check-in on where, Facebook. Where, where Did she you see Paradise that? Paradise Island, Nassau, where was she? Uh, uh, I, I wasn't know. paying. I'm going to guess she was in Nassau. If she's okay, because Nassau didn't get her well, right Like Nassau's 20 miles away from Paradise Island, so it's all. Wow. It's, I mean, it's a small place. So you don't want to be there. No. <laughs> so we're here with. Why don't Caleb. you introduce yourself? Yeah. This is uh, Caleb McCoy. Uh, first time on a podcast. It's all right. We'll be gentle. Are you related to Bones by any chance? Uh, I have. Wow. I have a brother who's a Dr. McCoy. There you go. Nice. I'm, Damn it. I have a JD, so technically. You have you a JD? JD? Yeah. You are JD McCoy? Yeah. yeah. Well, my. McCoy he has a Juris Doctorate. Juris doctorate <laughs> oh, Juris Doctorate. Which, you know, it's a three year doctorate, so I'm not really sure I can claim that, but. We'll, we'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three more years than my doctorate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> and what is it that you do? You're actually, you're getting ready to host something that uh, I find very exciting. Yeah. Yes. So. And, uh, and get ready because I've been having an idea. I've had this idea. Th- this idea has come up before. We've talked about this many times before. So I'm yes. really interested in what you're doing. In fact, I inadvertently talked about this with my brother earlier tonight, <laughs> not realize, not remembering what you were going to talk about. We were talking yeah. about something else. But anyway, go ahead. So, you know, I'm an attorney by day, and I just, I, I'm a child by night. So I like, I like that. have fun and do, and like, I basically, I figured out that I decided to stop waiting around for other people to make the cool stuff and then invite me. You are, you are, our, I, you are our kind of people. Go I, do it. That's <laughs> yeah. our thing. So if I just created it, then I'd definitely be invited. There so, you go. Right. Uh, um, but yeah, this is a scavenger hunt. It is, it's kind of a neat deal. I've been doing a lot of research and they're actually, uh, I'm going to say it's actually unique across the country for as far as I've seen so far. Because what I've done here is uh, it's a unique story that I wrote that oh. will take you, you know, maybe one or two pages of a blog post mm-hmm. writing so it's not really two pages of actual writing but two two one or two pages of a story and you will advance through six different districts here in oklahoma city nice. uh it'll take you into one in, actually inside the establishment of one business of each of the districts and you have to while you're in there i have 
I have six, you know, clue points, and each one's different. So you have to figure out the clue. You have to talk to maybe the employee. Right. Say this is your code phrase. They'll give you a riddle back or a picture back or something. So like it's kind of like a local version of the Amazing Race. Yeah. So it's kind of mm. like Amazing Race, but um, I actually, I don't like reality I like shows. I like to think of it as a modern version of Midnight Madness. Okay. okay yes. yes. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you like showed that. me that movie recently. That's yeah. how this came up before. I mean, Michael J. Fox. I made them watch Midnight Madness. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. I don't know you absolutely is. have okay. to go. Yeah. If you're going to host this, you have to watch Midnight Madness. Yeah, yeah you have to. I'm doing it. I think it's still on Netflix. Maybe. Sweet. That's my research project. It's like 78 or something. Is that? No, it was in the eighties. Oh, it was early because okay. Michael J. Fox is in it, and he was moving. He was bouncing between what was his TV show, Family, Family Ties. Family Ties, yeah. and those that movies movie. He did. And then I think he was also like either starting production on Back, Back to the Future, from the Future, whatever that's called. Yeah, <laughs> but he was still pretty young in that movie, so maybe it was like early on. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, so everybody has to go to these locations in order to get a clue to go to the next location. It's it's that's not a race at all. It's not a race. That's actually what I, the deal. Because if it's a race, you're just going to interrupt businesses and no one's going to be happy. So it's at your leisure. At your leisure. You uh -huh. finish it. When you finish, if you finish, I should say, uh, then you get put into a drawing. And then at the end of the day, there's a $1,000 grand prize. But everybody who finishes wins the special ex exclusive discounts and coupons from those stores they just visited. So, nice. you know, so uh, it's free to participate. Free to participate. $1,000 grand prize. So is this an individual, like as, as me an individual, can I achieve this or do I need a team? You can do it as an individual. I would say it's more fun with another person just because life okay. is more fun with another person. Sure. Um, it is indeed. Yeah. Uh, or, or three people or something like that because you have to drive to different locations. So it's, it's more fun to do that. And I have a, some text that you read while you're driving. If you're solo, it's fine. Just part before you read, obviously. So text, like, do you have to sign up somewhere to become a part of it? it has a, you can go to my Eventbrite page, which is moonlarkhunt.eventbrite.com. Uh, you can pre-register uh, or you can just show up on the day. Uh, so it's October 15th. starts at 11. It ends at 4, which means you probably need to get started by 2 p.m. Uh, to have a relaxing, enjoyable time while you do it. And it's at uh, starting off at the Paramount. Nice. Oh, nice. Film row. All right. Yeah, and Melody there is going to open up the bar. We've recently Melody's done. Awesome. We've recently done another competition that started off at the Paramount. <laughs> what was that? We don't have making a movie. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't yeah. have to make a movie, so that's so good. Yeah, did you guys do Melody? that? Yeah, yeah, we did the forty-eight yeah, hour. So cool, man! I, I wanted to go check it out. I have some friends that do do that kind of stuff. Who's that? Who are the friends? Uh, uh, Joe Coover. No, you know he Joe? was in our forty-eight last year. Yeah. Everybody knows for Joe. <laughs> Everybody knows Joe. Joe was part of our forty-eight hour team last year. You have yeah. like six degrees of Kevin Bacon and four degrees and of four Joe, degrees Joe, Joe, Joe Coover. <laughs> no matter where you go, like I've been to like awesome. Florida with him, and it's the same thing, right? That's insane. Like hanging out uh, with him. We're, in his we tiny are big home. fans of Joe Coover. Yeah, this guy. I thought That's he was awesome. a pathological liar when I met. He's him. not. He's Joe <laughs> because he tells these crazy stories all the time. You're yeah. like, okay, you know what? There's no way you were, uh, you know, pantomime and a magician and a deckhand and, and, and star in short stuff. films. So you're like, but you're like, whatever. He's fun. He has yeah. good stories. Then you go to a bar somewhere, and someone across the bar is mentioning someone named Susan, and Joe's like, oh, Susan, who's you know. The other pain of mine that I worked with, like, oh, yeah, how's her daughter? Great, blah, blah, blah. You're like, oh, my God, this guy has done it all. He's, he's telling he's the legitimate. truth. Yeah. Uh, he used to host uh, live trivia yeah. games. And that's, that's how we got to know him. He lived with me for a while. 
Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Cooper used to be a roommate. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and Joe's actually been on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did a live show from Uh, Elemental. Yeah. We already interviewed the guy from Curbside, and I brought in Joe because he was doing magic. Right. On the street. Yeah, yeah. And then it was actually after that show that I pulled him aside and said, do you want to be in our 48-hour film? Yeah. And he Joe agreed. is partly to take credit for this. What is he right really? Now. Is yeah. he going to be involved it's in the scavenger hunt? No. Nope. You say he is <laughs> off in England he was, uh, right He was now. traveling. He's in England? Yeah, Rob yeah. Blake, who's an illusionist. He, oh, wow. He works closely with him. Good for him. He's like... He knows all of Rob's tricks, and so yeah. when Rob needs like that guy to like help him do his entire show. That's fantastic. That's nice. Joe. So he was actually in the Bahamas earlier. <laughs> speaking of, of course with it was. Rob, like at the Atlantis. I bet Ashley Terry went and saw that. <laughs> Terry probably saw Joe Cooper perform at the Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what's also great about the Bahamas in the Atlantis? They have these amazing Del Chihuly. Sculptures yes. that oh there you go because the tie into Delta earlier but anyway so what is Moon, <laughs> Moonlark um, it makes me think I don't know where you got the name Moonlark but before you say, say where you got the name Moonlark it makes me think of larking and you guys you guys know what larking is right you're thinking You're're of larping. larping oh is that larping yeah that's, all, okay. that's a P yeah, it's an not acronym a larping. larping do the acronym <laughs> spell the acronym L A R P for P? larping live action role play uh, so this isn't as geeky as larping no. this no. might this be lark. Live action. Uh, yes, like a oh, Okay, good. I'm glad I brought that up because yeah. that clears up a bunch of stuff for me. <laughs> like, I, like I think I it think changes even, my expectation of what kind of people are going to show well, up. <laughs> larking is a word. Lark is a word. Yes, it's out on a whim, something fun, you know, off the beaten path. Uh, so that's where the lark came in. There's a bird that is a there's a skylark and uh-huh. another type of lark, which is also a Buick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that? Yeah. I was looking this up. John's a big fan of Buick. So Buicks. I thought skylark no. was really cool and it had a good name and made you think something cool. But then my uh, what I actually started first were I invented these uh, mystery parties. They're also unlike any mystery party you've ever been to or heard of. And so I figured, well. Mystery nighttime, it's got to be moonlark. So, moonlark, I love the name, that's a great no, phrase. It's gonna be right in the middle of October, yeah, on a Saturday night, yeah, it's gonna be it beautiful out. Yeah. Man, I was gonna do it October 8th because I looked at the calendars of everybody mm-hmm. and it was wide open on October 8th. And I thought right. that's great until two weeks ago when I discovered October 8th was OU Texas. Oh, yeah, which is why the calendars were open, we're wide open. Well, you know what, football. This goes back to a conversation. It's not technically a festival, but Amy and HI have been collaborating that there needs to be a, a festival committee or just an Oklahoma City calendar commission. Yeah, there does. That's yes. just like a group you have to go to to get approval for your event on the <laughs> day because it's too complicated now. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's there's no way to avoid everything. So the 15th, the, there's no OSU game, but there's a home OU game versus okay. Kansas State. Was that homecoming or something or maybe? Or no, it's not homecoming, so it's, it's fine, but... You know, it's like you can't, you can't, you can't help it. I get us. Right? I mean, I have it. Have it. You're like, always in the fall in Oklahoma. Yeah. My inclination, though, is that your demographic for this type of event doesn't cross over too much exactly with OU through. football. So what I thought was OU Texas was perfect because all the people that would really love would be this gone. Generally, would be the people who don't care about OU football. Right. But the issue is for OU Texas. 
that's the one day that even people who don't yes. like football have to go to a party. Yeah, right. You are absolutely it's, right. It's sort, of, it's sort of like our own little local Super Bowl. It's yeah, like, and it I always, care less about football, was, but I usually end up at a Super Bowl party. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was, well, like, I, like I was telling my wife because she comes from a family who are huge NFL fans, and Steelers. There were there were there were a few years where I got into the football thing, but it wasn't because I was a fan of football. It was because I'm a fan of parties. So yeah. I'm the biggest bandwagon fan that there is because if, you know, the Thunder go into the playoffs, everybody's having a party. Every bar is packed. Well, I'll go do that. Yeah. So I don't follow <laughs> football, the... but on OU Texas, I follow parties. everybody is throwing a party. So yeah. you can just, you know, throw a rock and hit a party and go. The, so everyone, the... everyone is partying whether or not they like football or not. That's the right. clerk's mentality. I hate people, but I love <laughs> gatherings. I love gatherings. <laughs> I love gatherings. <laughs> Well, it, it kind of goes to my point, my whole like uh, central philosophy for all the games I do, which is the mystery parties and this, which is really people just barely need an excuse to have fun. Just barely. You're so not kidding. Give them the excuse. Give them something that's unique and special, right? Right. Like OU Texas, like that's a unique special. You don't care about football, but you'll still go to a party because that's still fun. Yeah. Well, every time I walk you in my front door, I go, oh, I need a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't take much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the um, scavenger hunt's going to start out in uh, the uh, Paramount yeah. over in Film so you, Rose. So that's the first district. You say it starts at 11. So is there like a hard start or like could I show up at like 1 and what, start? This that's game? what I'm saying. Because it's not a race, you can okay. start anytime you want to. Nice. You could start at 3.30 p.m. and try to get done by 4. And if you broke a lot of traffic laws, <laughs> you could do it. I try to not break those in uh, And if you're a genius, because you have to figure out the clues that quick. But um, anyway, yeah, I say that. So I say this thing is uh, it's unique because I've been doing a lot of research on these things. And generally, what I found is scavenger hunts are either they're either not profitable or they're not fun. Mm -hmm. Because in order to be fun, you need to actually interact with somebody. Right. And if you want to interact with someone and actually have that kind of experience or actually inside of an establishment, mm -hmm. uh, it's not profitable because you have to pay for that. You know, so you have these scavenger hunts that BC Clark did one years ago. BC Clark, the diamond store? Yeah, yeah, they did one. They were giving away a, a diamond. People, tons of people Jewelry came out is to the do gift it. to give. So. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Too soon. But it's, uh, they are not fun because it's, you know, go to this public park, look at the tree on your right, how many limbs are on the tree? No, no. Right? No, that's not and that's, the, that's no mystery. That's no narrative. Yeah. That's just. I you. love it that you put a narrative in it. That is so fucking cool. Yeah, uh, I hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you if it does. I hope it's an engaging narrative. We'll see. We'll see. Come. Uh, Can you kind of clue us in into what you mean by narrative? Yeah. So uh, you know, like I said, it's most scavenger hunts. It's you know, go here, do that thing, right? Then when you figure that out. Go to this other place and just do something. And they're not connected. They don't have anything to do with each there's other. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. And so that and that's not fun. I mean, that doesn't engage me. You know, that's just like an amazing race. Just go do something. Check a check a you know check mark on the list and move on. So what I've done is um, you know I don't want to give away what the mystery is, but I'll put it this way: uh, you walk into a store. And the way my narrative is, it's a, it's a story of a character. The character's name is Dale. Dale is the chief scientist of this thing called the Serapis Project, which okay. you'll learn more about that. Later. I like it so far. But uh, basically, the, the, the hunt will start uh, a month after his, the project's been hijacked and his son has been kidnapped. 
And so today is the day. Del October June. 15th. Yes. October. Wow, so this sounds like a story that you might run into at the escape. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. So we, I was going to ask if you'd experienced the escape. I love the escape. I yeah. love those guys. I was there from yeah, the we beginning were, before they got this cool. sounds like one of the escape stories. Yeah. Yeah. We were too. We, we went in pretty early mm -hmm. and did an event or did a room and just like immediately were like, Okay, we need to talk to you guys. We first we said that so it's kind of like a live district-wide escape. You don't have to escape anything, but you need to solve which, a problem presented to you that's a narrative. That is, which, again, that's what you, makes the escape so fun. Once you see Midnight Madness, you'll understand. Like that was a quintessential movie from my childhood. Is I just it was one of those things like you caught on TV late one night mm -hmm. and didn't know what it was mm -hmm. for like five years until you finally saw the beginning of it and caught the title or whatever. And then when I did the escape. That was one of the first things. I was like, somebody needs to do this across the whole city. Like, yeah, well, yeah. This, that's this. That's what this Fantastic. is. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm, now I'm excited. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's the narrative. But the way I'll put it is like, so when you go into a store, I mean, Dale is in Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. and you're driving around to those stores in Oklahoma City. And when you go talk to that employee, that employee is that employee in real life. But there's also this undercurrent that's been going on in the city. This is awesome. An and undercurrent, and you'll start learning about it. So the best way the, I can, the, the best analogy is I can, the undercurrent based on real Oklahoma City stuff that's going on on the dark side. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, is there going to mean next year when you do <laughs> that's this? Not funny. There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> next year when you do this, come talk to us, and we'll help. you. Oh, we will totally into. help. No, but you it next is year. an undercurrent of society. Okay, I'll say that. So, uh, but it's like. Um, it is not like Fight Club, but it's like Fight Club. I, I, it's a normal person, but you go talk to them, say the right phrase, and you're gonna learn something. I propose we try wow, to. Awesome. Yeah. I propose we try to record our attempt at it. Oh as no, a podcast. I'm already here. Uh, we're, we yep. will be live streaming. We will be we'll live streaming this as, as we run through the city. Awesome. We'll put we'll put That's mobile awesome. mics on. Yes. Yeah. And we will. Yeah. Yeah. That will be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We'll be running around the city. With we'll the put on GoPro cameras on our heads. <laughs> No, we'll just have one camera. That'd okay, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna go too crazy. <laughs> um, we'll have a drone follow us hey, around the whole time. Yeah, and there's plenty of times to take a break, have a get a beer. We don't on. condone drinking and driving. Yeah, no, yeah, one driver is gonna be actually. Uh, we'll one we'll sober driver is gonna DD. We'll, just, we'll make the investment. We'll just Uber the whole Uber the whole thing. thing. We'll Uber the whole time. That's, that's actually spookies. We well, could probably do spookies the whole time. Yeah, well, you don't uh, do I don't want to ride that <laughs> equipment. Yeah. You're lazy. Some of the districts are, are too far. <laughs> but you incorporated Uber into it somehow, didn't you? No, I was I, I was thinking so. If this thing okay. works, right? And it, and I hope it does. Here's here's the dream. Which I'll, I'm exposing to you guys. Now. Yes. Okay. Expose the, yourself to us. Yes. I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Not like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Back up. Uh, what I want to do is uh, so you have you know Groupon and TripAdvisor, right? Those two okay. things. Yep. So TripAdvisor, you get on there and you can do any number of a thousand local things, or you could do a Moonlight Mystery Scavenger Hunt, right? It'll cost you X dollars, but you get X dollars right back and discounts and coupons to the okay. stores you have to go visit. Moonlight Mystery Scavenger Hunt will take you to five local places, local establishments, local businesses in the city. You get to learn about it, engage with them in a fun, it's, unique it's way. It's like an interactive, self-guided tour. Yes. Awesome. Exactly. With an actual narrative to it. Yeah. And what's nice is the businesses, you know, every, I was nervous walking into these businesses being, hey, Oh, scavenger hunt. You, so you, know? you cold called them on this. No, but I did. I cold called everyone, and I, I had backups and everything. Every single person, every business I talked to, 
from the very beginning, they were like, we're in, we're for And that's, that's why the city like is great. Yeah, because so it's not. I was about to say, I, I, I would not, if you'd pitch this to me, you're like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I'm like, oh, you're not going to have a problem. You're yeah. good. You won't have a problem. Like, the problem is I can't have, uh, I, I wish they would, they could market for me right now, but. They can't without to. revealing anything. Yeah. Right. So I told them to just not. So that's. That's, uh, that's kind of irony there. there. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, uh, yeah, but they love it because you, you, you know, Pokemon was cool. And the Pokestops was a good idea. But you know Pokemon? Turns out uh, <laughs> it is. It doesn't bring people in the store. No. Right. And they just sit outside in the parking right. lot and right. catch stuff, right? So this is something you go inside and the interaction involves that business's merchandise, that business's like employees, something else. Yeah. And so it creates a unique interaction that you would have, you probably never had in your life before, probably unlikely to have in the future which is going to create a lasting memory. And so, it is going to benefit that. that so business. that's what benefits the business is yeah. because now when you think about something that's in their store, right, you're going to remember that business. Yeah. And then guess what you're going to have in your hand also is that nice little coupon or discount that's going to give you an exclusive deal, which is why it's like Groupon because it's actually driving tons of traffic into that business's store. Yeah. But they don't get screwed like Groupon screws you. So let's say right. uh, we finished the we finished the scavenger hunt as a team. We're uh -huh. done. It's over. Then what? How do we find out if we win the prize? Is there something that tells us we all meet up somewhere end, later like, to go to a ending spot and wait, or let's find out. So the only uh, way to know is to go do it. You got to do it. And the only way to get the $1,000 is if you go to through finish. it and to so find out. So this is an actual okay. mystery. Okay. Yes, you got to finish it. So there really may be an instance where there might be a bunch of people milling around like, I don't know what's about to happen, but we're all here together waiting for whatever might be about to end this event. Maybe. Um, well, uh, just so I don't have any false expectations, that won't happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next year it when we will do, end somewhere. You don't know where it's going to end. Next but year when it ends, it will end. It'll end in the narrative. And you'll and know. You'll you'll know, and then okay, and then you'll come and you'll you know I'll get your email address. That's your entry, okay. and then I will. Uh, so there's not going to be like you shoot a cannon with a thousand dollars out into a crowd. No, I don't. So I, 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 I don't mean Wait, it's this a is not going to be like now you see me. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. you don't have to make the rain yeah. stop. You don't have to watch <laughs> Now You See Me Part 2. If you saw the first one, you don't need to watch the second one. Yes, you do. There's a hotter girl in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, All right, but this, here's, here's the proposal that I have. And knowing, yeah. I'm going to suggest this not knowing how yours is going to end, but with what you're saying, what I immediately started picturing, because it's what I would want to have happen, is that if you go compete in the scavenger hunt and you finish it successfully, you end up finding yourself in an exclusive party that no one knows about Ooh. that goes on for a while. And then at the end of that party, that's when the $1,000 winner is announced. I'm already thinking that well, we're going to host an after we're, we're, party here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah, but what, 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 what we'll do is we'll print some flyers and stuff. And once we get to the end, because we will finish it, uh, we'll, <laughs> so leave them, we'll leave them there. That way, the other people that finish okay, it. We'll just have to. So, what time, does, what time can we start? What's the 11. He said 11. 11 is when it starts. So, we'll start at 11. Yeah, we'll, we'll be done by be like 11 15. We'll try to be the first <laughs> ones to finish. We will see what happens. Well, you know, I'm the attorney too, so I'm like, well, the other reason I don't want people to race through it is, Wait, is this a criminal liability. law or no? I do corporate law, but yeah, I don't want the okay. liability. So I'm like, no, take your time. You're just driving, and I have no control over you. So don't sue you. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, well, let me contact my attorney about. Oh, that's 
That's me. Yeah. You know it's like I, when you walk into a place, I want to talk to the manager. I, me and my rotten attorney. Yeah. You know what I'd really like is in a few years to see this become, like you have the main event, but then any other given day, these there's some secret things going mm-hmm. on where you could go into a store and no, say that's something. That's what somebody. I'm talking about. The on, if this works, the it'll be an ongoing deal. Uh, it'll be... You can, can do it anytime. You can start anytime hunt. you want to during business hours. Yeah, because that's when the other stores are open. Yeah, yeah. and there you go. Like it's there's a what is um you may have heard about this. I've heard about there's an app. I think it's called Detour hmm. or something like that. Have you heard, heard about, about this? this? Google Maps, it's something like that. No, no, it's <laughs> it's it's city specific. Where like you go to Austin, you open this app, and it tells you to go somewhere like. For example, it would like say, go, home. go to the plaza district just gives you a and random go to this place. mural. Uh, and it, one, it tell, it's, it's a guided kind of like, here's, Pokemon some cool, go. here's some cool background stuff about the city and this part of the city you'd never know about. And it takes you through a, ah. like, like an insider's tour. It's exploratory and educational. Yeah. It's an adventure. But it's not like a trip advisor. It was like, oh, go to the place that everybody like go to the zeos in bricktown like not to tra- trash on that but like it's not like go to the obvious open location right. it's like oh did you know if you go around the alley there's a store back there that nobody ever sees okay. and oh by the way the guy behind the counter's name is joe and if you go talk ask him about this story he'll tell you the story about whatever you know like things like that that's, that's pretty, awesome that's what i want this to be that's a great that's way to learn a city but i don't want it to be educational <laughs> I want it to be fun, I which is what be. mine is. Yeah, which is there. There are the only thing I found close to this is there are some scavenger hunts that a couple of cities did that would take you through, you know, a history tour of the city, and that was the scavenger hunt. Okay, and the reviews were, you know, some people were like, "Oh, that was fun." And everyone else was like, "Well, yeah, meh," you know. Yeah. I didn't want the audio guided tour of the museum in my ear. Sounds like somebody might run into a New Orleans or something. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Anyway, so yeah, that's why that's why it's unique. That's why it's different than anything else that's been attempted. So who? Know, that's why I don't know if it's going to work or not because I, I have no way to gauge. How I think it'll work. Have, you know, made it, it really doesn't qualify as an idea that I've had since we've been doing the show and, and the districts have been coming more online, but I've had this idea of a war between districts, not a war, but like Uh, a fun competition, like, you know, a softball game between all the districts, like finding a way to make the districts compete against each other. This doesn't necessarily do that, but what this does do is it puts everyone on a path to experience all the districts one after the other. And I think it puts all the stores that are participating kind of in a position to make themselves stand out above all the other districts. Like, what are they going to do? Everyone's a part of it, or six of them are a part of it. What are they going to do to stand out? So it's not necessarily district competition, but they are all kind of going up against each other with this whole succession of people that are going to see them all in one day. Yeah, that's interesting because I see it the completely other way. I think this is probably, and I don't know with the history of everything that's happened, but I think this is the only event that's ever occurred that has six districts yes. backing it. And I don't necessarily mean they need to compete yeah, against each other, but really, I don't know if there ever, any other event where six districts you, have decided to promote the same thing. Do you want or are you willing Unless to reveal what districts they are? I have, I'll tell you the five of the six. Okay. okay. Toward right. a beard. Yeah, so it's Film Row, which is Paramount. Clearly. Obviously. Sure. Um, then there is uh, Plaza District. And, and what I do is I tell you to go to a district. Mm-hmm. And then I give you the clue. 
which may be a picture or something. Mm-hmm. So you have to go find where that picture was taken in whatever store or whatever. So I, it's not like you are lost to drive around forever. I tell you, go to this district. Right. This is where you're going to find the next you know, the store. So Plaza District, you got um, so see, Film Road, Plaza, uh, Uptown, Midtown, and uh, uh, Bricktown. Okay. And then a and sixth. The there's a sixth, sixth mystery which district. There's only I, a handful left to pick from. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Noma. No, it's the not. Noma district. Oh no! We talked about this <laughs> recently. <laughs> no. North May wants to be a district called Noma. No, they are. They well, are. Oh, yeah. they are. That's official. you know. I did a. I did a play test last Saturday. So by the time this is produced, it's two Saturdays ago. But um, uh, well. What I enjoyed the most was, you know, people told me they loved it. They're all friends of mine, so who knows if they're actually telling the truth. I, I actually trust their opinion, but you never know sure. when they're your friends. Um, but the best compliment was they were, they said, man, I've never been there before. That was really cool. And actually, they That's found awesome. stores that actually, this is why I like it. It's that it doesn't just benefit the stores that are involved. It benefits the stores that are around there. Mm-hmm, and so totally. one, I, I can't, I don't want to tell you which one so you don't, you know, deduct it, but, um, you know, they said, man, I never knew that, you know, this store with this kind of art stuff. I never knew that was there. We just walked in, saw it like, and when they go, when they got done with the play test, they went immediately back to that store. It wasn't even the store in the scavenger hunt. It was in a different place because they, they are forced to discover local businesses that are, you know, have quality Mm -hmm. stuff. They just don't know how they don't have the marketing power to be able to, to, bring it to people who aren't looking. It actually reminds me, I can already picture this because like when you go, we were talking about the escape a second ago, when you go into the escape room, like every time I've done it with a group of people, it's hilarious, especially if you've already done it because you go in the room and immediately you're just looking everywhere. You're picking stuff up, you're looking, turning over, opening drawers, all this kind of stuff. So you're going into this thing with that heightened perception of like, I'm supposed to be looking for something. So you're Ah. looking, whereas normally you go, let's say you've been to the Plaza District and you walk down 16th Street, you might walk by uh, the Well Beauty Salon 26 times before that one day you finally go, oh, I didn't realize that was right there. Because you're just kind of in that mode of, I'm going Mm -hmm. to Empire, I'm going to here, I'm going to do the thing, I'm going to my car. Whereas if in this thing people are looking, they know they're looking for well, something, so they're looking around and they're right. like, "Oh, there's that, there's that, there's that, there's that." Oh, that's, I didn't notice this blue doorknob. What the hell is that for? Like, that's the that's our life with Google Maps, right? Because we don't discover thing any, anything anymore. We don't look. Yes, because you have it on your phone. You don't explore. And you, you know exactly where that dot is, and you. Well, which was kind of the whole it. point of our, you know, the the birthing idea of our podcast is an urban adventure. Go out and explore and find out what mm-hmm. is there. Right. I mean, that, that's the core. You listen to some of our first episodes and it's go out, go to these new places, yeah, go talk out to these people, these talk places. to the person behind the counter, right. get to know them. They have an interesting mm-hmm. story. You'll find out why they opened that store. You'll find out why it's called that. You'll find out why their logo is a weird thing. Like, so yeah, this is, this is exactly an urban adventure with the added bonus of you could win a thousand dollars. Is there any point in time where we go somewhere where somebody will have to practice self-immolated defenestration? No, that's a conversation I, from earlier. I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> that's, well, that would be that's, cool. That's basically the act of setting yourself on fire and jumping out of a window. Oh yeah. There's that. <laughs> there, 
That's, right. why, that's why I say a team. Okay, so then, would you like to be our rotten attorney? Would you like to be the Wafty Show's rotten attorney? Yeah. All right. We Will you be our rotten attorney? We found our rotten attorney. That's my rotten attorney. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, all the clues are obvious once you know you need to look for it. So, mm-hmm. you, so they won't, you know, you don't need to mess with things. You don't need to, like, take things down. It was kind of funny. When like, I, don't, it's when like, I'm playing like these, all the clues have to be an obvious sight. And they have please to be out of reach. Dis- yeah, please don't disassemble our ceilings. Right. Please don't pull up the carpet from our floor. <laughs> right. So I, I put it everywhere. So the, you know, inside the businesses, so the business you know employees that are there can say, mm-hmm. "What the hell, man? What are you doing?" Right. So there's nothing that's going to be out of you know. Out I'm of so place. glad you. This is so fun and interactive and creative and awesome and different and new to do. Thank you for doing well, this. Yeah, thanks for the compliment already. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's having problems. <laughs> what, what did you do? <laughs> Nothing. The, uh, you you ripped it off of the plastic. Aaron tried thing. to drink beer and got rabies. <laughs> well, go get a paper towel. I, at least I can wipe that up. <laughs> Something, yeah. That's, uh, that's it's historic wood, wood, man. That's historic wood. Yeah. Uh, I have historic wood. Uh, the the way I got to this thing is kind of interesting too. Yeah. So, so, how, so yeah. this is how Joe Cooper is actually involved in this. Okay. Oh, okay. I like. So it. living with him, uh, I started dating this girl who's now my wife. Mm-hmm. So we were like three months in, and it was October. We wanted to do something cool, so we decided, hey, let's do one of those murder mystery dinners. True. So uh, this is while I was living with Joe and mm-hmm. his girlfriend Bree, um, and so we uh, so we hosted one at my house. It was mm. awesome. it was in, we were in Putnam Heights at the time. Okay. I was a big shot attorney at the time. So <laughs> That's I, a cool I, neighborhood. Had tons of money for big homes and whatever else to right. rent. Just throw away my money every month. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> I was really intelligent back then. So anyway, so we, this is 2000, uh, shoot, 2012. Okay. Uh, and so we host this thing. And have you guys ever done a mystery? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah, okay. I have not. So I have. the best way I explain it is it's anticlimactic. It is. Because you dress up, you show up, you're ready to have a fun party with your friends, and you end up spending the entire night with a card in front of your face, and you read from it. The same card, if there's 13 guests, then you read from the same card 12 times, and then a new card 12 times, and then a new card 12 times. And it's actually not fun. And the clues are silly, and the mystery is ridiculous, and, like, you don't know if you can lie or not lie. So sometimes people don't tell you the clues that you actually needed to figure out who the bad guy was. And so it's kind of like a mess. And I was just like, man, there was so much potential there. And so uh, I I was like, I'm going to make a better one. And so it took me a year, but then I did did one. And, uh, you know, that one was the birth of Moonlark Mysteries. Mm -hmm. So what I did is it's the same concept. You dress up, you have a theme. You dress up, you show up, you still have cards, you read from to get you into the mystery of the night, figure out what's going on. But instead of there being a murder, because murders are lame, <laughs> murders are lame. They're, they're cliche, and it really sucks if you're the guy who got murdered. Because like what do you do files. for the rest of the night? Yeah. You're, you're like, dead. oh, well, clearly it wasn't me who killed me, <laughs> and I can't talk now. Cool party, guys. Um, so rather than that, there's a different type of mystery going on. So if it's like the masquerade one, it's like Nazis or something like that. And you have, instead of just one bad guy, there's four more bad guys among you. And the way you need to figure out who those bad guys are is the majority of the night, you'll actually spend just playing party games. Because you're at a party, Mm -hmm. it's a party. 
So it's charades, Pictionary. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Those are fun because they're mm-hmm. fun, right? You don't need to change things up. But anyway, uh, so you're playing Pictionary charades. The more successes you get in those uh, game rounds, the more clues you get about the identity of the bad guys. Ah. So the fun dynamic that's now naturally occurs yeah. is you're playing, you know, Pictionary. Uh, you know, if you fail, you're left wondering, did we fail? Because that was a difficult prompt. Mm-hmm. Or is someone trying to subtly sabotage these games to prevent me from figuring out who they are? Yeah. And based now on the real-time, real-world interactions with your friends, you can know if they're being shady or not. Yep. You, know, you can be like, dude, you, you know how to draw a mermaid. Come on, what the hell? <laughs> what was that? I've seen you draw a mermaid before. Yeah. I went to college yeah. with you. You're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. <laughs> You're obviously a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's the idea, and so it, it makes it to where it's actually a fun party. Yeah. Uh, and so, so I, so if I knew how long it'd take me to create this, I never would have started. But that was the birth of me, like mysteries, and now here, three years later, like I tried to do a Kickstarter, failed because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, Kickstarters suck. Yeah. Well, I just <laughs> I just sucked at it because instead of calling it a mystery party, I called it a smart party because I wanted to make an app, oh. an app for it, and no one knew. What you should have called it a cuddle about. party. Everyone shows up for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, now so now all that's over with. But now I do have an app for it, so now you can host at your house easier than ever because you don't have to like cut out cards or anything. It's all mm-hmm. on the free app that all your guests can download for free. It's cool. It releases the ground clues when you're ready for it to. Yeah, you developed um, an app. Yes, this yeah. is awesome. I'm the only mystery party that has an app, and I'm the only mystery party that's fun. That's what I would say. Um, What's the name of the app? It's Moonlight Mysteries. Oh, duh. Yeah, duh. This is awesome. I had, yeah, I didn't. So I did this. Yeah, so I just now launched a couple months ago. And it's in the Apple App Store? Like, yeah, App go, Store like, and wow. Google Play. Okay. Um, not Windows. Sorry, guys. But and it's free. It's free. free. The app is free, but in order to unlock the rounds, you have to buy my package, which is online. I'll so, buy your package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my package is online. Well, it's actually new windows in this show yeah. for some reason. Does everybody have to buy it or no, just, just the, the host? The host buys ah. it because you don't want to pay for a party you're invited to, right? Yeah. So uh, the host buys this thing, it has all the information they need to host it at their house with their friends. This is cool. You invite your friends. So you, to invite your friends, you just tell your buddy, hey, download this app. You're, this is our theme. We have nine different themes. You know, this is your theme. This is your character. It has all the information they need to get ready for the party so they get the costume tips. Dude, I see this taking off. This is... I I also want to host one of these here. I do, too. We need to do this. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to... What's the minimum number of players? So, nice you said that because that's the other issue with mystery parties is... So, the minimum you need is at least eight for no matter what because if it's not eight, it's not really a party, man. Sorry. True. But the the issue is... That's your opinion, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, because you have to have like enough suspicions and more, whatever. So, <laughs> right. Anyway, the um, but the limit most mystery parties limit at sixteen or seventeen. Okay. That's it, and that's where mine are at. Except for I have three themes that are large group themes. Is there a nice wide shut themed one? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. There's no Fifty Shades of Moonlight. <laughs> oh my God, a Fifty Shades of Grey Moonlight Mysteries? Yeah. You would become a millionaire, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> Work on that. Um, anyway, uh, the um, anyway, so yeah, so I've just now started promoting this thing. So what happened was I went to the New World Comic Con. Okay, uh, and that was so, my first like opening. Was that no, that was what was the response? Uh, 
Well, there's well, a, did there you were, go to it or did you did you have a booth? I had a booth there. Okay. I had two booths because I was like, this two. what I'm going to do. I have a quick five-minute mini-mystery I created. Oh. So I was going to like say, hey, while you're just hanging out at this Comic-Con, why don't you just do a five-minute mini-mystery with me and check it out? And that was my plan for a year. I had a year planned on this. Wow. 24 hours beforehand, I thought, hey. You were serious. <laughs> yeah, well, 24 hours beforehand was like a week after Pokemon Go came out. And I was like, why is Pokemon Go so popular? I was like, well, at its heart, it's actually a scavenger hunt. That's why. People right. love scavenger hunts. But as I've always said, it's either not profitable or not fun. Pokemon Go is fun because it's tied to a narrative. Right. And so, anyway, what I decided was at the... Hold at on, I know we've had a lot of special guests on this show, but this guy is a genius guest. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> I, I could talk a lot. I don't know if that makes me a genius. Uh, the... Um, so at the Comic Con, what I did is I said, well, to make so the second thing I'll do will be I'll say that there's three secret Moonwalk spies here. So I found three vendors, uh, Blake Barons with OKC, Jerry Bennett, who's a artist, yeah, yeah. local artist, yeah, and then a cosplayer. Created three little secret code phrases you have to say to each one of these people, and I was like, okay, I'll give out a hundred dollars or something, right? Well, it turns out this Comic Con, not a single soul wanted to do the mini mystery. And because really? you're in window shopping mode and you don't really want to engage and that's awkward. But they drooled over themselves for this silly, stupid scavenger hunt thing I came up with 24 hours beforehand. <laughs> they would spend, they spent two hours, they'd spend two hours, like two hours later, they'd come back to my booth. I mean, this, this, this Comic-Con is New World Comics. No offense to them, it's small. Okay, so it's not that large. There was maybe, you don't know, maybe total 30 vendors there, maybe. 40 right. if I'm pushing it like they'd come by two hours later and be like we finally found them all so I'm like what are you doing here man like what is your <laughs> gosh like that's okay great you know so that's when I realized I was hitting on something here and that's when I built from there yeah. uh, so anyway so that's the long story to say Joe Coover was involved yeah. in wow. this that's awesome hunt. well I am now I went into the Apple app store and I'm currently downloading Moonlight Mysteries it just it looks cool it looks very Halloweenish. Yeah. So if you look it up, it says Caleb McCoy, Moonlight Mysteries. And uh, I don't know, for some reason, looking at it right now, I'm kind of getting this sort of feeling of like uh, the game Clue a little bit. Yeah, that's the whole point. Um, I see Dracula and Dr. Jekyll and is that London Fang? Yeah. It's nurse, not, wow, this it's is nurse great. Hatch. It's not great American. <laughs> it is not American werewolf in Paris. Okay. <laughs> That it's just London Fang. We're not going to get a big dish of beef chowmin. Creative, yeah. <laughs> no, this looks this looks really cool. Um, so, yeah, download Moonlight Mysteries and buy a package. And I'm I'm already excited to do this, and I'm going to have to wait. Thank you for doing this. This is awesome. They did you developed all this on your own? Is there anybody in the background kind of uh, helping you? My um, the people who created the app for me is this, this group called Go Appable. So they, they're just a group of women who are awesome at coding. And so uh, Kelly Tran is the lady's name who does that. And so she helped me with the app. Um, but for the rest of it, it's really, you know, it's me and it's, you know, my wife would say <laughs> for sure. And it's, it's true. If it's, she helped you, you better give her some true. kudos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, lots of late nights of me working. Like I said, if I knew how long it would take to create all this stuff, I never would have started. Uh, but once I start with something, I just... I don't know. I, it's been an education because you just keep learning something new. Yeah. And so I couldn't quit because I was always like, well, maybe this other thing would work. You know, maybe this would take off. And so 
Um, anyway, so and then I have some friends that help me with the play testing, the the board. So October fifteenth is going. October fifteenth is going to be a big. It's going to be a big day for you. Yeah, so it's my promotion. So if it ends up sucking, well, at least I have a promotion for my for the mysteries. App, yeah. But if know, not, if if the, if the scavenger hunt works, you're going to have businesses beating down your door to be a part yeah. of it. So there's no way this is going to Everybody's going to want to participate. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. So, uh, so how did you meet up with Christina Chikoraski? I think she was the one who kind of introduced us to you. Yes. So she's with Uptown. So yes. I met with her and yeah. said, hey, I want to do this thing. Will you introduce me? What to was her response to here? it? She loved it, too. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. I had sent a message out to my brother, who's a big gamer, because this was reminding me of a game that we played. And I yes. can't remember what it was, but there's a game called The Resistance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Did you play so, Werewolves of Miller's Hollow? Uh, I don't think, think so. That was first, that. but it's the same concept. Yes. Yeah, that your your mystery game. The mystery games is based off of the Werewolves, which is my absolute favorite game of all time. Oh, okay. Uh, so much though that I end up having to be the narrator all the time. So, but you're <laughs> right. It was it was making me think of the Resistance. That was yeah, what which was popping is, into my head. Yeah. It's a game it's, where you split into two teams, mm -hmm. and, and one person is a spy on the other mm -hmm. team, and then like you're saying, it's kind of like you do these series of little attacks and missions, and yeah. you start to get tired because somebody uh, keeps sabotaging the yeah. mission. Or it's so. mafia. We yeah. all play that as yeah. kids, right? Yeah, and that's no, I still fun. play it. It is fun. No, this is this is this fantastic. is a game. This is not real. Yeah. Life. Oh, not the real mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, that mafia. Uh, I uh, at my so I got my after I got my law degree, I went and got my master of fine arts at creative writing at Oklahoma City. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! Because they have a they have a low residency program, which is every ten days you go to. <laughs> You go to classes and then the rest of the time they just hook you up with a published author and they you know, you, you use it. Because that's so. not fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can we hang uh, out with you more often? <laughs> so we we would play till we would play for four hours a night well, this werewolves game. Nice. And I was so addicted you to it. You kinda look like a werewolf. <laughs> I can I can't do that. Um, Rip off your shirt. So, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, they actually helped me play test that whole program. Uh, Red Earth Master of Fine Art program. That's uh, awesome. Hey, really uh, freaking cool. Yeah. So anyway, the, the funny thing is I went through that whole program. I was teamed up with Lou Burney, which I don't know if you've read his book mm -mm. recently, but it's about mm. Oklahoma and he's killing it right now. He won the Oklahoma Book Award. Lou uh, Burney? Lou Burney. What was the book? Uh, it's called The Long and Far Away Gone. It's his recent one. He has three books now. The first two were crime novels. This was this mystery one. And I mean, he won the Oklahoma Book Award for fiction. He won... National awards for best. The, they have a. I forgot the name of it now, but it's the like mystery book conference, and he wow. won three awards there. Will you send so, him our way? What's that? Will you send him our yeah. way? Yeah, send I'll give you guys a copy of the book. Him. It's awesome. I want to. I want to. Um, the one of the you know mini climaxes in the book is actually at Cuppies and Joe. And no, it, and yeah, he straight calls. We've got to meet this the cute guy. redhead behind the counter. Right, get him on the Cubbies show. And Joe. All right, all right. Off topic. Did yeah. you see that Cuppies and Joe that was posted? Just ridiculous. Was that the not ridiculous? Girls what? No, no I, I understand <laughs> the whole concept was ridiculous. What was ridiculous was the number of people it attracted. Yeah, did no, you did see you, that? Yes. All right, tell, tell everybody what we're getting excited about here. What was that? That was, I think it was Netflix mm -hmm. did a promotion where around the country they had different coffee shops turn into to Luke's, Luke's from a from TV Gilmore show. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Did you I'm see this? Zero, I have zero familiarity with any of that. So it, this whole thing took place at Cuppies and Joe's. But just like around the yeah. country it was like that. There were... Before the shop opened, I heard I saw something on social media. It was like there was over a hundred people. But lined I had up never seen that many people at Cuppies and Joe's. 
So no. Cuppies and Joes has now been featured in this Netflix thing, and it's now featured in this book. Like, yeah. that's our coffee shop. They're now. awesome. It's everybody. I went to high school with the Diefenderfer girl, who's the I don't know what her last name is now, but no she's idea. married now. But anyway, the, the owner of Cuppies and Joes. Yeah. yeah. That's a great oh, coffee awesome. shop. It's awesome. No, I think yeah. that what's interesting too is the bubble talked about this a little bit, but the whole clown thing that's been going on. Yeah. Like I, there's a, I, I could actually see this being a like guerrilla promotional tactic for the new it. That's Do you think I was it thinking that, that somebody, totally somebody started that this. Totally it's my mind. Mind. ridiculous. Rachel may have said that that was her thing or something, but like that sounds Totally this is a promotion like for the new it, it movie because it's like we've already seen uh, I've seen this like record companies you know they have some local intern type marketing people they'll go and do flyers for album releases and they'll do spray chalk things and locations around the city and stuff this is totally something they would do where they would yeah. reach out to people and be like hey here's a hundred bucks go put on a creepy clown costume and just walk around I got a great Steven, idea for a marketing <laughs> campaign murderous clowns that kidnap even, and kill children even yeah. Stephen King's <laughs> response to it almost kind it was of leave, felt like Stephen King was like leave the clowns alone but it was <laughs> it was pretty it was a pretty bit of a meh kind of response from Stephen King so it, it did make me think it's like well, so it, it's either a marketing ploy or f the final straw to quit fucking consuming mass media or well, the that's news. The, well, like, that's the really? other thing. It's like nowadays with yeah. the social media and the way everything's connected is somebody does this in one city and it causes a little bit of a stir and then somebody in another city decides to repeat it and then somebody in another city decides to repeat it and the next thing you know... And, and then just, guess what? When it comes out, somebody's like, oh my God, we should totally go see this movie. Somebody made a movie about all these clown sightings that's been happening. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to mm -hmm. get spun the other way. But. We told you earlier this would get off topic. No, but that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't think about the... the uh, promotion thing but you might be right i yeah, think I it mean, absolutely is i won't take credit for the idea but i i heard that and it was just like mm -hmm. that sounds exactly like i yeah, mean 100 that's, that's what i would do yeah i'm not that smart i wouldn't do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like i have it i'm gonna win it doesn't matter i don't need to do yeah. marketing i think you're smart i think you've come up with an awesome wanna, game to to play here in the city i want to change the subject again because i want to give a shout out to a friend of ours here in the city Anthem Brewing oh. often treats us to beers. I'm drinking one of them right now. And I've been following Anthem Brewing on Facebook because a contingent of them went up to Denver today oh, Great American to be Beer a Fest. part of the Great American Beer Festival. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first one that I went to had a very small Oklahoma contingent. And I think the first one that I saw there was Chalk Brewery from Krebs was there. And they were the yeah. only one. And now I know this year there's a whole section there from Oklahoma. And oh, my, yeah. I have a coworker who I've worked close with for five years who I've never met in person. He lives in Denver. And he is set out to go to the Great American Beer Festival tonight. He just sent me the picture of him going in there. And he is going in there to find Anthem Brewing. Nice. Um, What's the, uh, why, why has all the micro breweries here in Oklahoma taken off? Does anybody know? Uh, I mean, it's time. Right, it's there just was time. Nothing there for is, a while. And then now we yeah. have like, I mean, because all ships rise with the tide. Yeah. yeah I mean, a few, I think a few hit it hard and then is they it the fracking spawned. water. Is that <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, there's something with that consider, flavor. Cons consider yeah. this in the future. Brewed with pure Oklahoma fracking water. In the future, water. consider this a sponsor idea for the, the scavenger hunt is get some of the breweries on board and they would be happy. Yeah. Like Especially maybe, now the tap may, rooms. Maybe are, a scavenger yeah. hunt that includes only the, the brewery locations. Yeah, because there's a good you know, six a or seven. A brewery scavenger hunt. They're a little further out. You can do breweries, you can do bar 
crawls yeah. would be fun. You yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, you know, fundraisers would be really cool. Deal of create a, you know, you pay a certain amount of money, you pay, you, you know, get a good, good story. They'll probably be about the fun, you know, the, the charity. And then you also will go around to places yeah. that charity cares about. Yeah. So that's something that's fun. I mean, yeah, our, our breweries, our local breweries here are, are more than eager to, yeah. to help out anybody who yeah. has a great idea. Yeah. And you have a great idea. In the, in the, uh, I forget what I was going to say, but in the, the direction of wrapping this up, because we're, we're getting near our hour mark. And since we're talking about shameless plugs, uh, that was a shameless too. plug. I'm drinking one of their beers, and they're partying tonight in Denver. I'm just trying to segue, damn it. <laughs> Let me interrupt it. <laughs> no, it is October, and is. one of the things that we're doing this October, uh, oh, you actually asked no. me about this earlier, is how do you make money off podcasts? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't, um, but it does cost money, so we're doing a little bit of our own fundraising. We're doing a membership drive, um, so what we're asking is people that listen to the shows who enjoy it to just contribute to it yes so you can go to our website mostlyharmless.media click on support us uh, and you can become a member and it's it's a recurring pay whatever works for you one dollar three dollars yeah it doesn't matter uh, anything helps if if there are a thousand there's of you someone out there who does 30 there's there's Beat somebody that. who does 30 and that doesn't have any bearing on recent events but as an example of why we have... It's a challenge. Why we have to do this is it, it costs money. And the goal for us is to expand and continue and more shows, more content. So if you become a member, we're going to do exclusive content that will be hosted on the site. There'll be things in there that you've never heard of before. Uh, maybe some outtakes from our scavenger hunt, for example, mm-hmm. might go on yeah. there. Our movies. There's some, yeah, our short films. We have a couple of short films that we can't release publicly because we've submitted them to some film festivals, but we can release them privately. Right. So we could put them behind that. Um, we have a couple lost episodes that maybe we'll finally put out there. Grounded <laughs> Sounds has some really awesome performances. Yeah, they and do. Some videos of those performances mm-hmm. that you've never seen before, and they're fantastic. Um. So you get all of those kinds of things and you're helping support us and you're helping us be able to do things like, uh, you know, some of the recent news in this last week was all of a sudden on this Monday morning, everybody tuned into one of their favorite local radio shows. And there's no Scott. And he it was wasn't gone. there anymore. Um, and Scott Mitchell, who has been doing a fantastic job of Mitchell in the morning of really cover, helping to cover Oklahoma City and cover issues, talk about anything I I can't go into reasons why that show is no longer there, but needless to say, he suddenly needed a new home. Um, And And we welcomed him with open arms. His first thing was to call him and Candace called me on Sunday and we're just like, we need to talk to you Monday morning. Can we meet you? God awful early because they work. They're up at four Mm o'clock in the morning, which is just insane to me. Um, So we met and talked. And within a couple of days, Mitchell Talks is now being distributed through Mostly Harmless Media. Woohoo! That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So the format's changing a little bit because obviously it's not a live broadcast every day, but we're going to do a couple podcasts each each week. Uh, They're going to continue to do some live events at camps. Um, And then we're going to go catch them at camps if you can some morning. That's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. And I'll be out there now and we'll be doing video and all kinds of stuff. And we've been talking about some other ways that they're it's what's going to end up happening is it's giving them the freedom to kind of expand what they mm-hmm. do um in fact even candace will become more of a presence on some yes. things and so so it, it allows us these memberships are going to allow us to do those things and keep those things running for for the mitchells for oklahoma city we also picked up another show it just kind of 
once that thing happened and this other show, this other people came to me and were just like, Hey, we have an idea for a show. We have everything ready to go. And here's the deal. And here's the deal. And I was just like, let's do it. Like, why not? So we also picked up a show called all in. Um, it's Andrell. hosted by Andrell Mahomes, who has been a big recent addition to the most. He was a family. huge help to our most recent film. Right. And then, uh, Toby and Justin Coleman, yeah. who are part of Revolve Productions, and you will know them because they were the powerhouse behind Amp Festival. Mm -hmm. um, so I got to know them. They came on Grounded Sounds. I think they even came on The Bubble. I, there was some confusion because they got booked on like three shows in one week, and then we changed it up. But point being is they decided they wanted to do a show, and it's called All In, and the concept is they just talk about whatever. <laughs> uh, and they get some perspectives because Toby is Justin's mom, and then you've got Justin, and then you've got Andrell. So they have this very interesting perspective on mm. things, and nothing is taboo for them. Nothing is off the, you know, we'll, we try to stay focused on what's going on in Oklahoma City and the bubbles doing their thing. Okay, so. tell you, most of harmless media is going to be your one-stop source for everything that's going yeah. on in Oklahoma City. And everything from music to current events, whatever you need to know, to politics yeah. and education, and to I meeting mean, cool people like Caleb. It's all here. So consider supporting us. Uh, there's no tell me, tell me again. How do I do? I'm writing this. It's mostly. <laughs> this isn't even a plug. I'm actually writing this into my notes because right I want to do this. Mostly harmless.media. Uh, just click on support us. There's some buttons there that one of them says become a member. The other options, um, if you do have a business or you have a cool thing that you want to help promote, we can Come be on we our now show. sell ads on the shows. Um, we we really focus on the membership because we think listener supported is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, if if we could only do memberships and that could fund everything, then I'd get rid of the ads entirely. But just in case somebody does want a commercial message on the show, we're glad to to do that. And you can cool thing is is it's an online portal. The cost is up front. You can schedule it yourself on the show. You give us the talking points, and we just fit it in to work. Mm. So it's kind of like if you had looked at what I'm telling you now about membership, that's an ad. That's how it would work. We'd sit here and talk about it. we talk about Anthem Beer. we talk right. about <clears throat> whatever it is that you've got going on that you want to promote. The other advantage is we haven't quite locked in a date yet, but for all of our members, uh, I, I, I felt the need to clarify old and new members because we have a few people that have been members for many, many years now, in fact, um, and they will absolutely be included. But we're going to do a party up here. Who knows? Maybe we'll do a, if, depending on how many people there a are, maybe we'll do a moonlight or moonlark mystery dinner. Yeah. Uh, but right now the goal is get people up here, have a good time, food, beverages, have some musical guests perform for us in the studio and just have a good time and get to know everybody. So consider doing that. That's my end of my shameless plug. Um, speaking of Toby, um, another quick plug of something that uh, she's involved in that I'm going to be helping out with. That Stephanie from the Bubble is helping out with the Harry October Potter 16th. Festival. Yeah, oh, I can't wait for this Harry Potter. Festival. I know about this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is going to be uh, that Sunday afternoon on October 16th uh, over on Western in front of a date with Iris. Um, this thing turned into a uh, absolute monster. <laughs> uh, it went from what was supposed to be a small event on July 31st. Uh, which it could not yeah. be done then. You could say it's a three-headed dog called Fluffy now. Yeah, yeah. the construction on Western uh, caused the, the date change, and it has gone to now like 6,000 people on Facebook saying they're coming and like 20,000 people saying that they're interested in. Um, there's now several blocks of the street blocked off. We've I think got, even J.K. Rowling is coming. I cannot. I, 
I yeah. want to be there We've all got, day. Like I don't want to party too hard day. after my thing on the fifteenth. So I want to be able to like be fresh. Oh, Dude, yeah. if I see you 16th. there, I will buy you a well, butter beer. Got, yeah, uh, it is awesome. I will be there. Five <laughs> food trucks. Both of Katie Bugs uh, trucks will be there. Uh, butter beer. We've got one sellers. I'm going to be uh, interviewing a local author. Uh, uh, John Granger, no relation to Hermione. Do you uh, know who John Granger is? He was in my MFA program. Wow. Are you serious? He's okay. the world's, <laughs> he is the world's expert. Yeah. Time Magazine's called him this, the world's expert on Harry okay, Potter. So, wow, gonna, he's coming. Have so you talked to him before? No, but I'm going to interview oh, him on the stage. Man. So we're bringing him up on the stage. We're going to interview him. I'm doing a... Uh, <laughs> A, a quick Triwizard Trivia slash Owl test, Ordinary Wizarding Level test, to give away a Triwizard Cup. What uh, is the uh, escape doing? The escape, the escape is going to do something. He's doing the Triwizard Maze. Yeah, the yeah. escape has the Triwizard Maze. So this is, so man, that, that weekend is going to be you know, crazy. This, Kiss Kaz goes back to the origin of this whole show and everything is, Oklahoma City has become <laughs> a fantastic place yeah. to live. There's so many cool things that are just going on. John Granger was in your MFA class? Yes. Are you serious? Yes, man. That is crazy. Same we so started the same year. I took a semester <laughs> off, so we you, you say it's four early, degrees of Joe Coover, but really it's, it's like it's just two degrees of Oklahoma City. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And then uh, Lou Burney, he needs to make sure if they're not in there already. Lou Burney was Granger's uh, mentor. Okay. I want both of them. I want those two guys. Okay, we're bringing Granger here. and Burney. So on. could you, you help us with that? Right, just bring Burney. But what we need Granger. to at least make sure that Granger Bernie. and Burney are very separate characters. Okay. But uh, Burney needs to at least make sure his stuff is over in uh, the Plunge, the Paseo Plunge, the bookstore over there in Paseo. We got to hook that up. Charles Martin. Okay. So if that's not over there yet or you don't know about that, look up Charles Martin and the Plunge. Yeah, I don't know what this is. What is okay, wow. the Paseo Plunge? It's the Paseo's uh, local author bookstore. And we always right submit our favorite books to there, and then the Charles Plunge? Martin sells what? them out of that okay. bookstore. You need to go look up Charles Martin. You need Martin. to go look I it go up. I go hang out at the Paseo all the time with my You don't know about the Plunge. I don't right. know. That is where all the authors hang out. I didn't, it's the author hang out. not the mystery district, guys. So no. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you need to go. If it was, I would know about this. But it is the place. It Those is the guys. place where you can have all of the, the local authors cool. with their books yeah. on display. Um, yeah. Well, I, I bet Luz is already there. It, he may he be. could be. He totally honestly. may be. It, I mean, this book is about Oklahoma then I would, in the 80s and present day. And did you read, we keep we mention this every show, did you read the book Ready Player One? It takes uh, yeah. place in Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's all happening here enough, now. I was, yeah. I was moving books into the bookshelf here in my office and did not realize that I owned a copy of Ready Player One. Do you One. really? Yeah, I, it was when I was doing Loot Crate. It came one month in my Loot Crate. So I have a paperback. Oh, I'm nice. gonna read I was it. pick it up. I, it. I was like, Perfect. Ready Player One? That's why that was familiar. <laughs> yeah. I got this book like six months ago. Do you guys know what Spielberg's going to yes, film Spielberg's here? Yes, he's making it. Oh, no, yeah. he's going to film any of it here? I don't what? know. Did he? No, I'm, he? I'm asking you guys. Oh, no, 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 I'm not that close with Spielberg. You guys would know. I think, <laughs> yeah, I'll send him right? an email. <laughs> you know what? But it, uh, I would think that, I mean, all of, this, all of the Stevens you in the world, to. we're in a private Slack channel yeah, together, yeah. so we just talk. I mean, he did Twister like somewhere. I actually confirmed the whole it thing with Stephen King. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's a real thing. There was, yeah, there was quite a few scenes of Twister filmed here. Now, he was a producer, so I don't know if Spielberg was here himself. Yeah. But um, at least beyond the bond and all so them people were. Wrapping up, moonlarkmysteries.com? Moonlarkmysteries.com. Sweet. I got it. There you go. Yeah, Anything Twitter, need, Facebook, uh, all that stuff. Yeah, I have a Twitter and a Facebook. You can find it through the website. Uh, if you, you need to pre-register for this event and you will get... 
If you complete it, you will get an extra entry into the $1,000 drawing. Wow. So that way I can have a better warning of what's going to happen. And also, if you share it on Facebook or Twitter, you get a third wow. entry. Wow, so you can have multiple so, entries so for this drawing. Right. You know. Well, we're going we're gonna to get right. off here, and we're going to go register. Because yeah, let's go do it. We're yeah. going to do this, and we're going to solve it. We're and we're gonna and everybody else is going to go pledge their membership. Uh, Right. I'm going to do that, actually. Excellent. Right? So they get home. This is awesome, guys. I really appreciate you. Thank you for coming, man. Oh, so I've never done this you. before, and this was so fun. Life's freaking awesome. good. Cool, man. Well, All right. We'll, we'll see, see you guys it. next week. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. And head over to mostlyharmless.media where you can check out some of our other great programming. And you can also support us by clicking on the support us link where you will find various ways to support us by either becoming a member or buying ads on our shows. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Get the wild